This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith. Hello, and everyone. Live it's Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And Deacon John. And we are going to talk a little bit about Lent. In particular, we're going to talk about the word, or really the idea, of asceticism. We have a definition from the Concise Dictionary of Theology. Hmm, pretty pretty big words there, huh? Asceticism. We're going to find out exactly what that means and how it can relate to the prayer, fasting, and almsgiving that we are asked to do during the season of Lent. Asceticism. Ways and means adopted by Christians under the action of the Spirit to purify themselves from sin and remove obstacles in the way of freely following Christ. There's another sentence. We're going to just take one sentence at a time. Let's just unpack this a little bit. First of all, Lent begins on Ash Wednesday. And during that time, Catholics in particular, but Christians as well, are asked to consider ways in which they can pray, fast, and give alms, which is help others in a financial way. The first part of this definition says, these are ways and means that we adopt under the action of the Spirit to purify themselves from sin. Who wants to be purified from sin? Uh, All of us, because we're all sinners. We are. You know, then brings up my favorite word, one of my favorite words, concupiscence, right? Because we all have that, we all have that natural inclination to sin, unfortunately, And so practicing some asceticism, removing things that are in our way, can help us to be freed from sins. What kinds of things can be in our way in terms of following Christ? Um, Us, ourselves, we can be in the way. Full selfishness. That's true. Being selfish would definitely be a way that we would be choosing ourselves over Christ, over others, and that would not be helpful in our Christian walk. I think another way that we sometimes fall into this trap is of being busy. Busy, yeah. I think I'm busy all the time. So there's an acronym that goes along with the word busy. Busy, being under Satan's yoke. And when you think about it in that regard, why is it that we find ourselves so busy all the time? Are we truly doing things that are helping ourselves, helping other people, or are we running around just trying to please people who really are not interested in us personally? So that's something to consider in terms of our time. If we are going to spend time learning about how to pray, how to fast, and how to give alms, then we're going to have to pause some of our other activities. So what are some ideas of activities you could pause, maybe? Too much TV. TV can be a big waste of time, for sure. What else? Uh, Wordle. Have you all gotten onto the Wordle train? It's too easy now. (laughs) I still have difficulty with it. But Wordle, really just getting sucked into social media, getting sucked into scrolling through your emails, trying to find something interesting to read, wandering around you know, on the internet without any real purpose. I think those are ways that 
you, you look like you're doing something because you're doing something, but is it something important? Is it something necessary? In terms of things that we allow to get in our way that we're busy with, we need to consider how we're using our time and how we could use our time better. Another idea in terms of prayer is how can you incorporate prayer more into your daily life? And some of the things that I think can be very helpful is besides listening to great podcasts, uh, in all seriousness though, there are different podcasts you can listen to. You can make sure that you are focusing on daily mass readings, which you can get from you know various websites. Picking up your Bible every day to read. Those are ways that you can incorporate more prayer into your life. It says also in the definition that we're supposed to try to purify ourselves under the action of the Spirit. And let's talk a little bit about what that means. How do we figure out this action of the Spirit? We are definitely not smarter than God. This would require us to find some quiet time, some quiet place, pray to the Holy Spirit who guides us in our daily lives, and he wants us to grow closer to Christ. And we can do that by asking the Holy Spirit to put on our heart what we do in our lives that that need to be different, that need to be changed, that could be done differently, better. Quietly wait for the Holy Spirit to, to speak to our hearts. So we've talked on this podcast numerous times, I'm sure, about this idea, this way of praying where we sit and we listen. This is not, again, it's not about emptying our mind, but rather filling ourselves with the Holy Spirit. And so that is a great way, I think, to figure out what I'm going to do for Lent. We don't want this idea of asceticism to become a competition. We don't want Lent to become a competition. And oftentimes, people will talk about what they're doing for Lent. And really, honestly, the best way to do your Lenten observance is to do it quietly, without any big fanfare, without calling attention to yourself, because then it is between you and God. And that's who your Lent and your Lenten observances should be between. They should be between you and God. And so the best way to find out what those should be is to ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in making those decisions. What's that second part of the definition of asceticism? Asceticism. Genuine asceticism brings a growth in contemplation and the love of God that is not detrimental to personal maturity and social responsibility. Not detrimental means helpful, that it's going to help you. Genuine asceticism. In other words, not that forced kind of asceticism that society sometimes is pushing around these days. This idea of minimalism, or have you Marie Kondoed your house and decluttered and gotten rid of all the things that are holding you back from, I don't know, living your best life or something? Like for the value of having an empty house. We are not in the business as Christians of getting rid of things so that we can say, oh, look how empty our house is, or getting rid of sin to say, oh, look how great I am. When we do those things, it's in relation to Christ. And are we growing closer to him 
by getting rid of our sin? Are we growing closer to him by embracing asceticism? And you can embrace asceticism in many different ways. In clothing, we can embrace it in the way we, the cars we drive, the way we live our lives, uh, in fasting. So in particular during Lent, there's an emphasis on fasting right? That's the second pillar of Lent. The first is prayer. We talked a little bit about that. The second is fasting. If we're going to fast, what is the point of it? Is it to lose weight? No. One of the things that is helpful to consider is that oftentimes during Lent, people decide to eat more simply, which is a good thing. Then what do they do with the money that they've saved by eating more simply? Well, that's where the almsgiving part comes in for Lent. Donating it to the church or maybe a food bank, something that's very apropos to maybe the community in which you live in. Ultimately, the idea is that if you're going to give up something, there needs to be the inverse then to actually do something, right? If you're going to stop watching TV, and instead you're going to go out with your friends drinking, is that really the best use of your Lenten getting rid of TV? Probably not, right? Definitely not. (laughs) So what we want to do instead is we want to turn our mind and our hearts toward God during Lent. And so if we give up television, if we give up eating fancy meals, if we give up beer, whatever it is you're going to be giving up, how do we turn around and use what we've gained from giving up? How do we give that back to God? Because that's really what it, what it means. A, a person who is an ascetic, they give up things not so they can say, oh, look at me. Aren't I such a great you know, minimalist? Oh, look how little I get by on. No. It's then because we've divested ourselves of worldly attachments How then do we use our time, our energy, our money to the things of God? We take them away from the things of the world, but we don't keep them to ourselves. We give them back to God in some way. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense, Deanna. Again, to go back to this, the second part of this definition, when you're an ascetic, you want to grow in contemplation which is a way of praying with scripture, a way of considering the things of God. And so that you're going to have greater personal maturity and social responsibility. So again, being an ascetic is not geared toward me. It is geared toward a greater good. During Lent, it's that same idea that we pray, we fast, we give alms because we are orienting ourselves toward a greater good. And we are moving outside of ourselves toward others and ultimately, of course, toward Christ. We have our Not Lukewarm Challenge. The challenge for this week is... To, to pray to the Holy Spirit and with our hearts to see what we need to do, something extra, something that we don't do on a regular basis, that, that there is a need to uh, take care of in our neighborhood or our community, our parish. And then also to consider giving up something that we are used to and and comfortable with or doing, the combination of doing something extra and giving up something, not just one, but, you know, both, both of those things. 
I think that's a really important point. You know, when you're little kids, everybody talks about, oh, give up chocolate, oh, give up candy, oh, give up pizza. It's not that those things are in and of themselves bad things to give up, but if they don't really serve a purpose, if it's not a conscious decision on our part, then it isn't really helpful. So don't go with what's easy. Go with something that is going to cause you to think a little bit. Something that's a little painful, something that, you know, will remind you that you're, you're doing it. And yeah, maybe it's not the easiest thing that you want to do, but that is the right thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Something that you feel the pinch a little bit, as they say. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in a physical way. It can be in other ways as well. And you will know what the right thing is to do once you pray about it. So that is what our Not Lukewarm challenge is for this week, is to prepare for Lent. And if you're listening to this outside of Lent, just do it anyway and think maybe just for a week. Make a couple of little changes in your behavior in your daily life that could prove uh, helpful in growing closer to Christ. Next episode, I have an excellent interview with someone who wrote a book on imaginative prayer, Jerry Windley Doust. And the book was so good. And I cannot wait to share that interview with you. That's going to be our next episode. So hopefully you will look forward to that and learn a new way to pray with scriptures. Everyone have a great week. And we will be back again soon. God bless you all. God bless you all. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.